You're listening to Dying Scene Radio. And we're the Shell Corporation. Howdy, comrades. Welcome to episode seven of Dying Scene Radio. With me, as always, es mi amigo Roberto. Dice hola, Roberto. Hola. We are here to bring you all of the noteworthy scene news from the last couple of weeks that you were probably too lazy to read. We know our listeners. Yeah. Uh, we're going to deliver the news straight to your ears from my velvety smooth pipes and Bob's screechy whiny pipes. Go no. ahead. Do it. I Make the Bob I, voice. That, this is Yes, Bob that's voice. it. So that, fucking whiny. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You're doing enough. All People right. know. All right. They hate you. I've gotten emails. That hurts. Our intro song for the episode was from the Line Cutters out of Phoenix, Arizona. That one was from the 2017 LP Ant Hill. The song was Betrayed. I've been really on a, a big Line Cutters kick lately. All right. Uh, I love them, man. They've got a really wide range of sound. You know, they go from something that sounds kind of poppy to something that's just fucking dirty. Yeah. Fucking slimy, all in one L uh, LP. That's what makes a band attractive to me. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of um, New York's uh, Stupid Stupid Henchmen, which we've played here. Yeah. But, you know, they've got a really broad sound and they've yeah. got a lot of versatility and it adds a lot to the replay value yeah. of the album. Uh, so really into them lately, uh, their Facebook uh, the other day, they made a post saying that they were going to be working on some new shit. So really stoked for that, too. Awesome. Give me some new shit, guys. I'm fiending. I'm tying <laughs> off right now. Give me something. I need I to inject there's it. some stuff on Facebook we need to uh, sift through and, and look. People have been hitting us up, and you know what? I know. I'm not big on Facebook, so... And I'm just really busy lately. Yeah, we Don't think like, we're ignoring you. We have an automated message that goes out. You know, some band hit us up, and I don't know if it was me or you, but... Uh, I was like, they're like, hey, do you guys accept submissions? And I just so happened to be on and this shit came up. And I was like, absolutely, we do send it our way. And then, and maybe it was me, maybe it was you. I don't know what the fuck happened. All of a sudden, there was also sent a picture of SpongeBob blowing a bubble that says hi. And I was just like, did AP oh. just send this or did I fucking accidentally hit this on my hand? That what was probably you. fuck just happened? So if you were that band, just know that Bob has... <laughs> A penchant for sending pictures was, of SpongeBob. I was like, what the fuck just happened? This band's probably like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, send it our way. SpongeBob saying hi right afterwards. Bear with Bob while he figures out social media. Oh my God, it was pretty great. <laughs> it was pretty great, unless you were the recipient of the random <laughs> right? SpongeBob thing. Uh, so before we get too much deeper into the show, Bob, did you know we've been syndicated? Uh, I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I think I just wanted to throw out a radio term, but I <laughs> think it means that they're re-airing us on uh, on another webpage. Uh, oh, okay. Our buddy Christoph over at punkrockradio.ca up All in right. Canada right. uh, has picked up Dying Scene Radio and is streaming that over there on his website. Cool. Uh, really cool aggregate site. It takes news from a lot of different places, a lot of different podcasts, and it kind of puts them all in one place. You know, that's probably the better thing to do. Well, it is. I think he's got it right. And especially I, for our I'm fans. Sorry, of, uh, I'm not talking shit about us or Dave. You kind of did. Scene. Way to go. No, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I see what you're saying. It is good. But it, it, it gives you a lot of information from different sources. So, yeah. You We're know, only like once to... or twice a month, man. Like, know. you know, what if you want to listen to this all the time? <laughs> see? And it's always on over there yeah. at punkrockradio.ca. Fuck yeah. Our friends to the great white north. Wait, what's his name? Christoph. Hey, Christoph, you're the man. You're the man. Thanks for syndicating us, yeah. if that if I'm using that right. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, anyway, check us out over there. And of course, uh, you can listen to the uh, other podcasts of similar topics. Uh, so, 
I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Bobbert, what you been up to, man? Not much. You know, before we get into that, I'd like to say, I feel like today's episode is a very special episode of Dying Scene. Radio. Do you? Yes, well, it I is. I think you're a special person. Well, today, this episode is the last episode you and I are doing in person. Oh, why you got to bring that up? Because. Yeah. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, and that's probably 99.9% .9 of <laughs> you guys, because I don't really... I advertise my personal life. Uh, I am to advertise it, but you're you're leaving sunny Los Angeles. I am leaving Los Angeles. We don't need to say where to. Much to my chagrin. No, I will tell it. I'm actually moving to uh, Denver, Colorado. Oh, oh Miles High City. No, uh, they've got a pretty decent scene there. Sure. Um, obviously, I am. Uh, in love with Southern California. This is home to me. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to hurt a little bit to leave, but. Onward and upwards, right? On to bigger and brighter things. Yeah. I'm going to take over I'll be Denver. joining you in Denver in a few years, so it won't be too bad. And we'll have some live uh, live episodes. I don't know what... Oh, yeah. In-person episodes. I don't yeah. know what to call it, but... We're definitely going to do some face-to-face -face episodes. We'll have some I can't, in between. You'll, you'll be out here. I can't just rip the Band-Aid off when it comes but to SoCal. This is, this is, you know, this is goodbye. Stop crying, dude. Your eyes are getting watery. In some, in some sense. Pussy. Anyways, what have I been up to? I don't fucking know. Um, not much. Supposed to be going to shows. Haven't done it. Uh, <laughs> editing music. Um, yeah, I was ooh. listening to the uh, edit of the Draining Endorphins earlier. Good it job. Is, it's getting Sounds there. Good. And Sleepy Valley is uh, editing its album now. And that should be done soon. I should have two albums out within the next two months, which is exciting. Um, I think I came out with two or three last year and incredible job bob maybe two this year uh, that'll be fun i'm not mixing and editing the mixing 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 and editing the sleepy valley one uh so that's nice that i don't have to do that because that is a pain in the ass somebody staying else is doing busy. that staying busy yes way to go yeah what about you uh haven't i've been slowing down just because we've been preparing for the move um do you have any final shows for california i don't think so Nothing i think that i think up. the one that's going to end up being my last uh was the one i went to uh cafe nila nella whatever it's called over in uh, Cypress Park, okay. in Los Angeles. All right. uh, that was the Mormons, Lysol Gang, our local heroes, Lysol Gang, uh, Johnny Madcap and the Distractions, and then our new buddies, the Shell Corporation, which we're going to hear nice. from a little bit later in this episode. Those guys were really cool. Very Took some cool. time with us to uh, eat some papusas before the show and talk some bullshit. Very cool. So uh, let's play some fucking music, man. Yes. I'm done talking it. to you. We're done here. <laughs> Enough of the, the sad sack moving business uh let's play some music we as always we're gonna start off with boss man dave's solid gold lock of the week he got this one in late i think he just sent it yesterday so just under the wire there boss man way so, to go sounds like me way to make me edit my whole playlist just <laughs> to change the song Thanks, uh, dave but i was really excited when he sent it because it's an awesome one uh this is casper wyoming's system restore with the jackal
is the Jackal from System Restore off of their new EP, Suburban Drones. Uh, interesting story with those guys. Um, the lead singer, Dan O'Hara, is uh, brothers of Tim O'Hara from the Lillingtons. All right. Uh, and he said, um, I've been surrounded by talented musicians my entire lives. Uh, my brother, obviously, from the Lillingtons. Several other close friends like Teenage Bottle, Bottle Rocket, the Gamut's Pinhead Circus. Uh, I always wanted to chase my piece of the pie, too, but other obligations seem to be in the way. So what happened really here? Uh, then in November of 2016... One of those dear friends, Brandon Carlisle of Teenage Bottle Rocket, passed away very suddenly. It hit me then that tomorrow might never come. So System Restore is the end result of the fire lit under me. Nice. I can't think of any better way to tribute a friend. Right. Uh, especially, you know, somebody in the scene like that. Yeah. Then kind of take the uh, the inspiration from them and start your own band. Right. So really cool story uh, and really cool band. I like their sound a lot. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have got actually you know what let's do a few from our exclusive premiere section it's been a little while since i've done it. and that's supposed to be the segment of the website that i run i haven't been <laughs> doing it lately so let's push some stuff there uh next up are the dutch dynamos long way down with my own vegas <laughs> Sure, so now the ball off back. I fell to the ground and slipped my 
That was My Own Vegas from Long Way Down. Uh, I actually heard their first single off of the, the new EP, Cobwebs, over on another website. And I had to email Roloff over at White Rus- Russian Records. He and sounds I, Russian. He doesn't he? Uh, really nice guy, though. But I begged him incessantly to premiere the next single. And he actually sent it over to me. He didn't think I was too stalkery. So nice. thank you, Roloff. Uh, emo's not even really my thing, but these guys really put out some top-notch shit. Yeah. Good job, guys. I'm really I feel looking like, forward to it. Uh, every once in a while, you surprise me with things that you're into. Yeah. I mean, if it's good, it's good. I don't care about whatever label you're going to put yeah. on it. No, but I know. But you're like, yeah, I don't listen to this. And then every once in a while, you're like, yeah, I remember this band. They're cool. And I'm like, this is kind of emo. A little bit. I I like all sorts of punk music. We've been listening earlier today. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. They're a little emo, man. They are uh, punk, emo. A little bit. Mixed together, yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Although that emo song I played, you're like, this is my least favorite. (laughs) (laughs) The one that was skipping so much because you played it so much. Uh, All right. Let's move on. Next up, this is Classic Cars. From Connecticut's The Hempsteadies.
the P-Funk of Street Punk. That was the Hemp Steadies with Classic Cars. I got a preview of this new LP uh, that they're putting out. Seance Seance is the name of the album. Um, incredible shit. I'm, I'm just going to go back and I like the way you said that. The P-Funk of Street Punk. That's them, not me. Oh. I didn't make that one up. Oh, okay. Well, I like but good the way job, they guys. said that. Yeah. Um, they sent me the LP. I think it was in December. So I've been listening to it now for probably three months. Well, you're kind of friends with them, aren't you? Don't you know yeah, some Yeah, I know of them? a couple other guys from it. Yeah. Yeah. So they sent it over to me. Um, we tried to get it uh, picked up by a label. I don't right. think that happened. But good news is they're just going to do it themselves. So they're financing that. Um, there is a uh, what GoFundMe or something like that. You can check out. We've got the uh, website over on DyingScene.com. Of course, it's in the exclusive premieres section. Uh, we are the only site that's streaming the song right now. So Classic Cars, Ooh. one of the better songs off of the LP, um, but all of them are really good. Um, the drummer, Matt Covey, who I'm pretty close with, uh, actually told me not to label him Ska. It's not Ska, guys. It's not. It's <laughs> punk it? slash funk okay so right. you've been warned the if, if you see matt covey or street punk whatever. don't label the hemp steadies as ska uh but yeah currently the album is on my top 10 list and it is bolded because it is fucking incredible every song's a winner can't wait for everybody to hear it i've been trying to keep it under wraps for a while now and i'm not doing a good job so a release date again there is no release date quite yet because they're still funding it Oh, but okay. it is out. Okay. I've listened to it. I've got a link. I've got a secret link. Well, aren't you special? I am pretty, pretty fucking special. Yeah. Well, special in the way where we pat you on the back. Yeah. Send you on your way. That's fine. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Any, any kind of attention is good attention <laughs> for me. All right, Bob, you know what time it is. Shit, Bob, we got a new news intro. We do. That was pretty clever. You are a fucking editing genius. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess. Mean, I guess. Okay, well, I was very in impressed by it. Excellent job. On with the news. I mean, we just... I, on with on the news! With the <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago, we said that uh, post-hardcore group Jawbreaker... Gonna and I'm Jawbreaker was actually making a comeback. Uh, they toured the country, and now we hear that they're coming out with new music. Bob, you're a huge fan of Jawbreaker. How do you feel about new music? Yeah, so they toured last year, and uh, I was expecting them to come out with something new, but holy crap, their last album was like 1995 or something like that. So we are going on 23 years for them. That's got to be one of the oldest uh, comebacks or the longest, <laughs> longest gap. Yeah, yeah, the biggest latency. Um, that's I shouldn't have used a word like that. <laughs> it's the longest period of time for one of these bands. Uh, uh, 23 years. That's a really long time. Uh, some of their new music came up. I believe they released a song recently. Um, mm -hmm. That I that I heard I could be completely wrong, but I believe um, you're right. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Twenty four hour revenge therapy. That was a classic album, and it was almost inevitable that they were going to be coming out with new music. I mean, you don't just come back and tour the country and then kind of ride off into the sunset again. So. <laughs> Some bands do. 
very doesn't, rarely. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're doing it lately. Some bands do. So I'm I'm excited to hear more from that. Uh, I think maybe them. like they went out on tour just to get a feel to see if maybe it was even worth the and, effort. And see kind of their response. I don't know, man. 24-hour revenge therapy was a genre changer, though. That really um, started to change punk rock into um, some of that, uh, you know, the emo music that started coming out in the late 90s, early 2000s. So um, really excited to hear some more stuff from them. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked too, and I'm sure then they'll then again tour in support Absolutely. of the album. So why wouldn't they? Keep an eye out for that. You need money, well. <laughs> got to spend money to make money. Right. All right, on to a little bit of sad news. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, the bassist from seminal Boston area post-hardcore act Cave In. Haven uh, died in a car accident. Caleb Schofield, um, who is a major part of the, the Boston scene, he was in more bands than just Haven as well, um, died in a horrific crash which occurred at the northbound toll booth of the Everett Turnpike in Bedford. Um, so obviously our thoughts go out to the yeah. family. Um, they are doing a You Caring page uh, that's been set up to kind of supplement some income that his family is going to lose in his absence. He's got a wife and two kids. Um, so always really hard when when a, a valued member of the scene, especially in a, in a community like Denver, which is a little bit smaller and, and extremely tight-knit, um, somebody like that's kind of taken from you early. Yeah. You know, and we've had a lot of that lately. And it's just starting to get a little too much. These young guys, uh, he wasn't even 40 years old yet. Yeah, that's so. a big loss for the scene. So obviously, um, you know, go check out the, the You Caring page. I, I believe they surpassed their initial goal, but it's still going on, obviously. You know, there's going to be lots of bills and lots of expensive uh, upkeep with him not there now. So uh, as we said, we are really thinking of the family. Uh, make sure you go over and contribute what you can. Uh, on to happier news. Festival season is upon us. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been Festival posting. Festival season is always upon us now, isn't it? Well, it does seem like it's stretching out. You're right. It used to be more, you know, when things started warming up. But yeah, it does yeah, seem well, to be kind of perpetual to, now. We went to a festival in September and October. There's... But there's still more in the warmer weather. Sure. So let's call sure. it festival season, you fucking downer. <laughs> um, so over at DyingScene.com, we've been posting a lot of announcements as far as lineups at these. Uh, probably my favorite was Camp Punk in Drubly. Which was announced in Ohio. And this thing looks pretty incredible so if you haven't heard of Drublik it. Is, it seems to just be growing and growing, man. Like, they, uh... They went from, you know, doing the whole West Coast thing to mm -hmm. spreading out a little bit and doing some of uh, Central United States up into the East Coast. And then, you know, they announced some overseas uh, tours, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, it's moving yeah. over to Europe. Yep. Uh, and this one, um, in addition to just the festival, the Camp Pumpkin Drublik, um, it's uh, an event that is going to be a three-day three day celebration yeah. of punk rock, craft beer, and general debauchery, according to Fat Mike. Uh, it's going to be held on the first weekend of June from Friday until Sunday in Legend Valley in Thornville, Ohio. Yes. I don't know anything about Ohio. Me either, but 
I did look up plane tickets to go out there, <laughs> and it wasn't you enough. It wasn't very much to get out there because nobody fucking wants to go there. Sorry if you live there. Um, <laughs> I am sorry if you live there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was like, hey, maybe we should go to this because tickets were only fifty dollars yeah. for the whole fucking weekend. Yep. So yeah, it's, and it's a dope lineup. So you got uh, lots of Fat Records favorites, uh, plus a few other legendary punk bands. Uh, no effects, of course. Rancid, Goldfinger, Pennywise, Lagwagon, The Bouncing Souls, Face to Face, and that's just a couple of them. You also got you know the Interrupters, Guttermouth, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. So all these people are going to be playing right. over the weekend while you camp out, get shit faced. Not only that, I read on DyingScene.com, of course, that uh, you know they're going to be doing campfire stories at night. Yes. So they're going to have Fat Mike and a bunch of people from all the other bands fucking get around the fire and tell stories to everybody. Keith Morris, Jello Biafra, Eric Melvin, El Jefe. How fucking fun does that sound? That's awesome. I bet you they got some pretty fucking scary stories. Yeah, probably. But I feel like if we don't go, we should get somebody there, even just to record and play somebody uh, or play some of these songs eh. on um, on uh, the podcast, the songs, some of the stories on the podcast so people can hear that. So who wants know. to volunteer to somebody, do our jobs for us? Yes. Somebody, <laughs> somebody record that shit for us. Or Dave, if you want to buy me a plane ticket. Hey, I like that. <laughs> I like it. Dave, Dave buy, get me out there, buy dude. a ticket. Then we'll get Jay to hook it up with some tickets to the show. Yeah. Uh, it's almost enough to get me to want to go to Ohio. Almost. I still don't think I'm completely hooked. Sorry, Ohio. Just not for me. Sounds good, man. Uh, next fest, we have Rockfest 13 in Montebello, just outside of Ottawa. This isn't the other Rockfest that Bob was looking up with. Who was it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe A lot of shitty bands. A lot of Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I don't know. Manson's interesting in some ways. I guess interesting is a word for it. This is the 13th edition of Rockfest, uh, which is held, like I said, just outside of Ontario. Or no, Ottawa, the capital. The capital. How could I mess that up? Yeah, I don't know. But you know what? I feel like if uh, you were appealing to people to this festival, you're going to need to start speaking French. Uh, I don't think that that's a good idea for anybody. The flyer was completely in French. Well, not the, the band names, and that's what I'm going to read off right <laughs> okay. now. Right. Uh, who we got here? Of course, you've got some that really aren't the best as far as our genre goes, like, uh, I don't know, Lamb of God, Stone Temple Pilots, of course. They're... But those are some big names sure, that are going to be a crowd. Uh, more in line with what we talk about on a regular basis, though. You've got Rancid, Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, yes. All Time Low, The Use, Lagwagon, Millencolin, Boss Tones, Streetlight Manifesto. All right. uh, then you got Guttermouth, Mustard Plug, yes. Big Wig, Days and Days, uh, Propagandi. My personal favorite, which I would go for just alone, uh, The Toy Dolls. Friday night is spotlight. This is what they say. We are going to dig the groove. We've waited all day. We went trading trousers with Bantam Mike along. We are going to catch the, the Toy Dolls coming in from the UK. One of my all time favorite bands from even when I was a kid. Yeah, just really fun. Uh, lineup looks fucking stacked. So if you are in the Great White North or if you have a passport, if you're uh, legally allowed to obtain a passport and leave the country, which not all of our listeners may be able to do, uh, but we hope you get up there. It's going to be a great time. When is that again? You always ask the questions. This is 14 through 16, June 2018. All right. Perfect. June spelled J-U-I-N because... It's French. Do you still say it, June? Do I get points for speaking French? <laughs> I guess. I you guess. said... You said, 
All right, one more bit of Fest news, and this is one of the bigger ones. Uh, Gamesville, Florida's D-Fest has announced their initial lineup, and as wow. always, it's a doozy. Uh, again, you've got Lagwagon. They seem to be playing just about yeah. everything. They're going to be playing their 20-year anniversary set of Let's Talk About Feeling. Years already. That's yeah. fucking awful. Exciting. Uh, Piebald, Dead to Me, Tim Berry, Iron Sheik, Reviver, Roswell Kid, Nothington, lots of great bands. Uh, yeah. Pears, Bad right. Cop, Bad Cop, who's always playing every festival as well. Yeah, they're on the move. Uh, Direct Hit, War on Women, Riverboat Gamblers, Crusades is playing their farewell show. And if you haven't read the article yet, head over to dyingscene.com and read one of our staffers' tribute to Crusades. Really good read. Uh, who else do we got here? Um, our buddy Chris Fox is going to be playing the Shell Corporation, who we're going to talk to here in a little bit. Sarcasm, Square, Co, uh, Square Crow, Wolf Face, The Dolly Rot, Spanish Love Song, so many. I really want to get down there sometime. But it's Florida, so you But don't. it's Florida. And my nuts will probably sweat off. <laughs> Uh, but man, every year it gets better and better. And then, of course, you got pre-fest, and you've got the the wrestling. They've got a wrestling event built around fest. Just so much to do down there. Really got to make it down there sometime. I don't care. I'll take Florida over Ohio, though. Right? Yeah. Well, if you wanted wrestling, we could have gone to Sabroso. Was that what it was called? Yep. A few yep. weeks ago, they that played we here. With Pennywise and the Offspring. Yep. And they are going to be playing a, a show in Denver just before I get there. So I'm going to miss it oh, on really? both ends. Summer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What you gonna do? Well, if you're in Denver, hit that up. Nobody said adulting was fun. <laughs> uh, all right. My favorite news of the week. Direct hit. Direct hit just finished tracking their new album. And I'm so fucking stoked. You know, this is really exciting news because direct hit and pairs did the split last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I hope they aren't doing the split in lieu of doing fucking full-length albums, right? Yeah. So Direct Hit is doing it. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, I love some of the songs that they did uh, on that split. I loved their cover of Pairs. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think they almost did a better job than Pairs did on the song. No offense, because Pairs is like fucking my top three bands right now, yeah. um, if not number one. Uh, so no offense to you guys. Um, but it was awesome, and so I'm excited to see this, and I'm hoping that that means Pears is going to be coming out with an album soon. I'm sure they will. They don't take too much of a break. No. Uh, Direct Hit on their Instagram said, We finished tracking the new LP today after more than a year of writing, recording, reimagining, re-recording, and boiling down two-plus albums worth of new material in different studios and rehearsal spaces around Wisconsin. We collaborated with more than 20 people outside our band to make it the most manic, wild-sounding, record we've put together i would imagine that's that would scary be yeah uh can't wait for you all to tell us how incredible it is ask us about it on tour with less than jake and face to face later this month question for you okay do you think that every song on that album will be better than the split like so they came out with the split just last year right uh yes and they're coming out with the album this year that means they had to have been writing these songs around the same time recording them around the same time do you think that that means they took the songs that they didn't really want to put on the album and threw them on the split and that this is going to be kind of the cream of their crop? I hope so. I mean, their last actual album that they did themselves, uh, 2016, Wasted Mind, every song on that album was fucking perfect. I mean, and but the split was awesome too. Yeah. So like, 
that really excites me for their album. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, get pumped! <laughs> I'm fucking ready for this shit. I'm so fucking ready. I've been waiting for, what, two years now yeah. for some new music. So awesome. Really looking forward to that one. That one's already on my radar. Uh, next up, let's go down under. Local resident failure. Welcome to Australia, we worship sport. Where the players have bipolar and we ought to watch and warn. They drink rum and group sex and they get away with right. Local resident failure. Some of the Aussie, Aussie land's best skate punk. Uh, they released a punk in Drublick cover album slash video. I don't even know how you really do this. Anyway, over on YouTube, they cover the whole album. Interesting. Uh, on video. While they yeah. play it. Most of them are acoustic. Um, but pretty fun. You know, you don't see a lot of bands cover a whole album like that. Right. Uh, is it a live uh, cover? Yeah, cool. they are. It's kind of them just sitting in a room playing I've, it. I uh, actually just recently watched some dude do a, a drum cover of a whole album live, and I thought that was interesting. So maybe this is a thing where people are doing full album covers live. Hmm. Well, this one was pretty cool. I like, obviously, I'm a big NoFX fan, and everybody knows this album, even Absolutely. if you're not the biggest fan. Absolutely. Uh, so it's always cool to see different interpretations of it, uh, and especially the guys in Local Resident Failure. Yeah. They're really cool guys. Yep. Laid back. Uh, their last album was actually a seven-inch seven, a seven inch split with The Decline back in 2016. So maybe they're working on some new stuff, too, huh? You never really know. I'm always looking forward to it, though. So good job, guys. Uh, next up, Boston hardcore legend Slapshot. Slapshot announced a new album titled Make America Hate Again. Right. Love these guys. Really good old school punk out of Boston. Sounds like it's going to be a political album. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, when was their last album? Do you know? No. 2014 self-titled. Okay. There we go. All right. I didn't know that. I just read it as soon as you asked. <laughs> That's called preparation, people. It's because you know I'm going to ask questions. I absolutely. Hey, people do. are going to have them. So I'm just doing my job and mm. asking for people so they don't leave wondering, hey, what the fuck were these guys doing? Guys, don't let Bob speak for you. It's not a good look. Uh, Send us your questions, folks. Anyway, back to the story, Bob. Uh, yeah. I've never been to Boston, but I do know Slapshot. Everybody up there loves them. Uh, I'm really stoked for the new album. Haven't heard from them in a while. I don't even know if I listened to the last uh, album just because I'm so fucking sheltered and lazy. Um, but definitely make sure you keep an eye out for that. It should be available on June 1st. Uh, and that's going to be coming out via Bridge Nine Records. All right. So keep an ear to the ground for that. I know I am. Can't go wrong with some hardcore. No. Good classic hardcore. All right, next up, the Pinsky file. Well, this has to be here. It's cool to meet you. Shake it off the dirt. That's just something we do. And the middleman calls The Pinsky file. This Canadian trio is streaming all of their new songs. Well, I don't know all of them, but they're streaming a bunch of them now that the album is out. Um, and we've been getting some really good feedback throughout the industry. I've uh, been following the Pinsky file now for probably about two or three years, and they seem to be getting a lot more traction lately. Yeah, uh, I, I thought, uh, I think we were talking about this before the show. I thought we played them on here, but maybe we played them on one of our practice episodes that will never be released. Thank God for that. <laughs> so did we, we didn't play them, but we should. 
We definitely should. So let's pull something off this new album when it comes out. It's already out. Oh, it's already out. So there you go. Let's pull it for next episode. Uh, The album Salvation was out on April 8th via Stomp Records. Um, Their last album was an EP back in 2017. Um, But yeah, we had one of our reviewers on, on the website really dug it. He gave it glowing recommendations. And I've heard probably three quarters of it really good and i know i say this about every album but it is on my albums of the year list right now and i think we've discussed kind of how we do our albums of the year list i just make a running list bold the ones that i know are staying for sure and everything else just kind of stays on there until yeah. it's time to cut it down yeah i just do it by you know at least this is only my second one i've ever done so i'm just throwing things into a playlist <laughs> and no some things reason. are sticking and flowing to the top and others aren't <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> Well, good. At least you've got some sort of system. That's all we care about. Uh, Okay, a little bit more uh, sad news. Of course, not as sad as our earlier story, but seminal hardcore band Seven Seconds. Seven Seconds called it a career, and I never got to see him live, which is a major regret. Well, after, what, 35 years? Uh, they were formed in 1980 in okay. Reno, the biggest so little city. 38 years? Your math's better than mine. Seems about right. Apparently, uh, Yeah. 38 years. So going on 40 years, that's a sad story. But you know what? That's a fucking success story. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if And they're really, sad. really well respected awesome. yeah, in, in the absolutely. industry. Um, I always get shit for calling Boss's Daughter the greatest punk band from Reno, Nevada. <laughs> People just yell at me. It gets them so mad, but I think it's funny. I still think Boss's Daughter is the greatest band at Arena. If you want send your hate mail to fight me. AP at Dying Scene. Uh, no, like I said, I never got to see him live. I've seen a ton of punk bands, and, and Seven Seconds wasn't one of them. Closest I got uh, was at It's Not Dead Fest last year. I got to see Kevin Seconds play okay. uh, an acoustic set, which yeah. fucking blew my mind. But I think uh, I'd rather see the full ensemble. Wouldn't we all? So they say. Um, and now I won't ever get a chance. So fuck my life. Uh, these next guys have been playing since 1994. Also uh, an older band. Uh, more tenured, I think, is probably the PC way to say that. Uh, consumed. Consumed announced a new EP. They've been uh, pretty quiet since 20, 2002, I think. Uh, UK Punk Act. Uh, the new EP is going to be titled A Decade of No. This will be the band's first release uh, since Pistols at Dawn. No word on a release date, Bob, so don't ask. But if you want to know, keep an eye on DyingScene.com because whenever it's announced, we'll definitely tell you because that's our job. When is it coming out, do you think, though? <laughs> I'll guess. say November 13th. Okay. Let's see how right I am. Um, but yeah, another band that's been around a while. Very well entrenched and well respected. Um, glad to see that they are still around. Uh, it seems like that's kind of a, a, a trend these days. Bands coming back after long hiatuses. Hiatus? I don't even know what the Hi-80. plural is. Hiatus? Okay. Um, country? But we talked about Jawbreaker earlier. It seems like... Uh, you know, there's a couple bands doing that now. Consumed is kind of falling in line. What are your thoughts on that? 
I don't know. I think there are some bands that uh, come back around and it's not worth it. I think some bands come back around and I discover them for the first time and that's awesome because I hadn't gotten into them before. And I think that's really the beauty of a band coming back around like this. So something like Consumed, um, I didn't listen to a whole lot when they were around and I think this might be an opportunity for myself or other people who were never into that band to get back into them, especially if they're going on tours with Mm -hmm. bands that are you know, popular right now, that's going to expose them to a lot of youth. And that's really important that, you know, younger kids who are going out to the shows and kind of keeping the genre alive and creating their own bands and and pushing the music forward have roots in older music and have influences from the older music and the older bands. So I never even thought about that, but you're right. Yeah. Keeps it alive, gives the young, the youngins something to uh, kind of draw back to. Yep. Draw inspiration from. That was very a bunch thoughtful of rambling fellow. and nonsense. Sorry. You're a very thoughtful fellow, Bob. <laughs> uh, more old guy news. Uh, sick of it all. Sick of it all and Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law have announced a tour. Hey, it's like an old guy tour. <laughs> About that. So they have dusted off their walkers and they're hitting the road. So if they're coming to your neighborhood, definitely get out to see them. I don't know. I was never much of a sick uh, sick of it all fan, but Murphy's Law was one of the bands that I really listened to a lot yeah. when I was younger. I like Sick of It All. Uh, um Murphy's Law was what? Uh, Epitaph and Sick of It All was Fat Records, I believe. So you're a better label guy than me. Oh, I can't right. remember. Um, I just know because of, you know, all the fat record comps. And, uh, <laughs> you and your comps. comps. Uh, the tour isn't very long, but it starts, uh, it's probably, I don't know, a week and a half. It starts on May 31st in Denver, Colorado. I've got a question for you. You said they dusted off their walkers. Um, on a more serious note, who do you think will be the first punk band to perform where someone actually has to come out on stage with a walker? We're getting old, and punk's getting old. Hmm. It's gonna happen. I don't know. Inevitably, someone is going to have to hobble on stage or off of stage. Which hmm. band do you think I it think, will be? I mean, I would think that they would call it quits before it got to that point, but I will they say... Might, they might not. I'll say, uh... Lagwagon. Joey Cape's starting to look a little old. <laughs> okay. <All laughs> so, right. He's not gonna listen to this. I don't give a shit. I saw a picture of him the other day. It took me a second to realize it was him. Old. Right. Old. I'm gonna go with Bad Religion. Yeah, uh, they're they're a little older than the lag wagon guys. I think the good doctor will call it quits before he comes out and with a walker. Maybe, 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 maybe he can get one of those motorized wheelchairs. Maybe it's gonna be one of his uh, bandmates. <laughs> Could be right. Uh, anyway, the tour starts on May thirty first in Denver, Colorado, and works its way over to the West Coast, ending in San Francisco. So if you're uh, looking for the band to see if they come through your neck of the woods, head on over to dyingscene.com and check out the full schedule. Continuing on with the Colorado theme, since Sick of It All starting their tour there. And um, since you're moving there. Eh, don't want to talk about that. Colorado Punk's Elway. Smoking cinders settle in an ashtray With a dingy bar where romances are Elway have announced that they will be releasing a new album titled For the Sake of the Bit via Red Scare Industries, our buddy Toby. 
that's going to be coming out the end of April um, uh, digitally and then early May physically. So you can pre-order that. Uh, there's a link over on DyingScene.com. Uh, the band had to say this about the release. After three years of one-off shows, threadbare weekend tours, and deliberation about whether or not we should stop playing altogether, we here at Elway decided that it was best if we stay the course and put out an album. You nice. need us. Nice. <laughs> Way to stick it out, guys. And we do need you. So thank you. Thanks Very for thinking much of us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely don't go anywhere, especially since I'm going to be new to your neighborhood and uh, I need somebody to talk to. Like-minded individuals are always welcome. So, uh, Did you know, interesting story uh, about Elway. Um, the MVP quarterback, John Elway, had his people contact the band Elway and ask them to stop using the name. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's your fun fact. He was not too pleased about that, and the band just pretty much said, fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're going to take your last name and say no one can use it? Right. Oh my gosh. I don't understand that. That's I think that funny. was back in 2011, shortly after they changed their <laughs> name to Elway. Uh, uh, they got nasty. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, of course. So, way to stick it to the man. <laughs> Fuck John Elway. <laughs> We're on the band Elway's side. Yes. All right, let's play some more music. I'm still on this Denver kick. Let's go with some hardcore from the Mile High City. This is Screwtape with Fruitless. the self-titled album that was screw tape with fruitless uh, i don't know if you've ever seen those guys before but i actually flew out to denver for a choking victim show about a year and a half ago and those guys open for them Dope. they are really young but with that comes with a ton of energy yep. they were all over the place 
I think that's what uh, really attracts people to bands when you go to a show is energy. I don't know if it's Absolutely. about performance or the quality of the music. Yeah, I'm, especially in performance. Our I mean, like how well they play the songs. Right. I think it's about the energy that they bring live, at least in punk rock. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Maybe not in all genres, but in, in our little niche of the uh, Absolutely. music industry, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely more about energy yep. and performance and how you interact with the crowd. And these guys top of their games. I wish I was that young and that had that much energy. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. All right, moving along. This is Popes of Chili Town. Get off, get on. Confusing 
from the upcoming LP, Work Hard, Play Hard, See You in the Graveyard. That was UK Scott Act, Popes of Chilitown with Get Off, Get On. Really looking forward to that one. I love a good Scott album, and these guys do it uh, as good as anybody else. That LP is going to be out in early May. Check out DyingScene.com for more information. Next up, SoCal Pop Punk's Moonraker. This one's the gang returned to class and became honor students. was the gang's return to class and became honor students from SoCal Punk's Moonraker. I actually owed them a favor, so I, I spun one of their songs. Why uh, you owe them a favor? What happened? I was supposed to go shoot one of their shows. They sent me the flyer and on Facebook, and life is just way too hectic. So <laughs> this is the least I could do. Uh, that song was from 2016's LP, Fail Better. I'm sure the guys are working on new stuff. They're yeah, always busy. Um, so definitely keep checking back. Love those guys. Sorry I couldn't make it out to shoot the show maybe if you come out to denver i can swing something i don't know i'm probably still gonna be lazy i don't think that's gonna change uh, no matter where i live uh all right next up uh we talked about uh ottawa earlier our next band is actually from ottawa uh this is john creeden and the flying hellfish with nailbiter
tried to see the best And everyone and everything Before I was sick and died Flying Hellfish with Nailbiter off of the LP Stall, which came out back in February. Really cool blue collar sound. We always talk about that kind of Gainesville sound. And these guys obviously aren't from Florida. Uh, They're from the Great White North, but they've kind of adopted that sound and perfected it, in my opinion. Love the song. Next up, heading west out to Saskatoon, Canada. This is Me the Guts with Tales of the Muskeg. So Hey there, comrades. Today we're chatting with Jan, Jake, 
Curtis and Sean of LA-based political punk act, The Shell Corporation. Uh, I was going to say we're here at Cafe Nila, but we're actually not. We're eating uh, salsa and papusas at a place next door to it. I didn't even catch the name of it, but it's legit uh, salsa from what I'm hearing. Uh, how are you guys doing? Trip was uh, pretty treacherous. Run into any flooding? This is the first show of the tour, so the trip from home was pretty <laughs> mellow. And you... Uh, Braved, braved the rain, one of our rare rains here in Los Angeles. Um, so tonight is the record release show here in the hometown. Um, Full-length album, Fucked, which is out via La Escalera uh, here in the U.S. and Gunner Records. Is it Europe? Europe? Um, it's a record release show in that we don't actually have any records yeah. or uh, CDs, but we're gonna, we have T-shirts that say the name of the album on it. Yeah. So, it's a brave new world. So yeah. It's a brand new so world. it should be album, so, album shirt release yeah. show. Yeah. Like, inspired okay. Inspired by the album release. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've listened to the album uh, probably about ten times now, all the way through. Uh, really good. It's on my list of albums of the year. Um, but to tell you the truth, you could sing a song about burning a flag or killing fascists, anything like that, and you automatically have my vote. So I don't know if it's such a big feat. I don't know that we have any songs about either of those things. No, but okay. we take inspiration from it, don't we, with some propaganda. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where I was going with right. it. No. That was my favorite record growing up was the 7-inch, the stick the fucking flag up yeah. your 7-inch. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was my, like... Like, I, I looked at that, and I was like, I'm, this is my life's motto right here. I'm going to, like, schedule my life around this 7-inch. <laughs> that was pretty much my well. theme song. I, I like that one. Uh, and you guys started out as a propaganda cover band, right? Kind of. I mean, in a sense, yeah. Well, that's how this band started. Well, Jan did a bunch of covers, well, and I was like, oh, you can sing? <laughs> <laughs> and then, we right. start, so we started Maybe we should do our own song. No. No. Or what? Yeah, that is wow. That's digging back. I do. I do some research. Um, no, I and and I enjoy it because that's my favorite kind of music, especially in the punk genre. That's pretty much what I grew up on. Um, and as they've gotten even a little bit more into metal, you know, I drifted away a little bit. But their most recent album was really good. Did you guys dig that one? Incredible. That yes. album is incredible, start to finish. And they when they played like when they came back. Through a couple months ago when we went and saw them? Regent or? Holy shit, they were good. Was that, did you guys go to the Regent yeah. show? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Me and you went, right, Sean? Yeah. Great. Wow, it was good. Surprised I didn't see you guys there. Um, yeah, so continuing on with the theme of covers, see what I did there? Cover songs. And even though everybody does it in every interview they've ever done with you guys, you guys have probably the best album cover art there is in the business. Uh, that's one of your buddies that does the art, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's buddy? It's uh, all of ours, really. Curtis and mine, mainly. A friend of ours, Luke Martin. We've known him for years and years and years. And yeah. Yeah, we pay him in scotch. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard you guys have like an agreement where he just sends in anything and you kind of put it on the album? Well, what happens is we go, hey, Luke, can you do this? And he says, yeah. And then we wait a couple weeks and we go, hey, Luke, can you do this? He says, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then we, a couple weeks goes by and I send him a bottle of scotch and then we get a, um, we get a thing in the mail. That seems like a fair trade. It's, yeah, it's, not fair trade. Fair. it's worked out so far. Are you ever afraid? And nobody's ever asked us. I went back and checked all the interviews, and it was the first thing that popped in my head. Are you ever afraid he's just going to send you a picture of like a dong or something? We'd put it on the album cover. Would you? Absolutely. It's way more likely that we'll send him a picture of a dong yeah. than the other way around. I mean, if he sent us a picture of a dong, then I'm going to put his name big on it. But that's going to be the album cover. 
to be a dominant yeah, blue definitely. Yeah. There's no question. As definitely. As his style. You know, yeah, the artwork I mean, is it's a giant right. dick in his style, yeah. then it's fine. Well, the That's irony is if he did do a drawing of a dick, awesome. it would probably be really cool. Yeah. And <laughs> it would probably mean something. So we'd probably end up printing it just because we're like, wow, that's really insightful. That's, it's yeah. deep. It's yeah. deep. That's, that's, that's a deep dong. That's <laughs> <laughs> like deep dongage. Yeah. Um, so one of the other things, and I think it was your quote, Jan, I might be wrong, but when I was going through and reading some of the interviews, um, you said, I'm a very lazy lyricist when it came to, somebody asked you about putting uh, poetry in, in oh, as a yeah. verse, and you said, it, it takes a lot for me to actually sit down and write. Whenever I can, I steal something that's good. I'll do that. Yeah. So I can relate to that because I, I do a lot of writing for, for the website. Um, but I would imagine, like, I'm, at least I'm giving, given information and content to write about. I'd imagine that's pretty hard, like, is, when it comes to songwriting and trying to convey something like that. How does that, how does that work for you? I'm always enamored by the process. Uh, inspiration. So, a muse. I mean, it just pops into your head. And sometimes it's there and sometimes it ain't. So... Are you when it's there? You gotta, you gotta. When it ain't, you just take a Yates lyrics and. Uh, yeah, just... but I haven't, I haven't done that in, in two records, so I haven't, I haven't Good stolen job. anything in two records. So. Good job. We're making progress. Yeah. No, I think it's kind of cool, especially if you can squeeze it in and make it relevant. You know, right. which then you can get extra points for that. You can kind of sell it. Um, but no, I, I like I said, that it's a little bit more difficult, I think, in in an abstract form like that. But. Uh, Always interesting to see how people approach that topic. Uh, does the current political climate maybe give you a little bit more of a muse? I know, you know, being politically based, things are going a little bit wonky in the country right now. Does that motivate you more? Uh, no, because, I'm, well, nothing specifically. I mean, the, the, the underlying feeling of kind of helplessness and anger and, and dismay and, you know, watching this clown car dumpster fire unfold. But as far as anything specific not really i try not to write too specifically because it dates it gets dated so yeah. fast yeah except for the I first song uh, in which it's extremely specific yes <laughs> right well yeah. it is are you talking about like with the quotes and everything yeah. 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 yeah yeah we try not to do anything extremely specific unless except, it's going to be the first song on a record except we're going to yeah. do it really specific sure yeah that way everybody hears it there's no yeah. way of bearing mm -hmm. just right up front uh, and I normally try and steer clear of politics uh, with the podcast and everything, but it, I think it would seem a little disingenuous not to talk about it with you guys or at least touch on the topic. Um, but everybody knows kind of what's going on, the division of the country. Let's talk about what you think the other side of this debacle is going to be, the democratic debacle, so we can say. What do you guys think, just coming out on the other side? What are we going to look like? Uh, as far as like what the backlash is going to look like? Yeah, just in general, like good or bad. What do you think it's going to look like in another three years, whatever, whenever the election? No, I think the Democrats are going to take a probably take the House and maybe the Senate back. I mean, it's looking pretty bad right now for the GOP, but um, it could go one of two ways. It could be a lot of progressive ideas and people in there that actually, you know, adults running the show again, or it could be <laughs> the usual Democratic establishment types, um, and it'll just be you know the Washington generals again. We'll get in there and then step on their own dicks, and then in another two or four years, they'll lose it, and nothing gets just fixed. a di different kind of mess. Yeah, for it's the next. just you know, Republican light is <laughs> right. basically what they are. I yeah. can't tell if this is like a like a, a, a warning of things to come, or if this is just a like a everyone getting it out of their system right. kind of thing. Like it's impossible to say. Like, does this mean the country is this is where is this what we do now? Is this 
Is this like our new norm, or is right. this like a thing where we just had to get rid of this kind of energy or yeah. something? Yeah. Like, it's fucking impossible to say that. Like a last hurrah for the dipshit baby boomers yeah. before they just start their inevitable decline. And I can't right. fucking or is this, that. or is this the beginning of the end? Yeah. Like, who fucking knows? And that's exactly <laughs> kind of, and that, that's kind of what's been bouncing around in my head yeah. for like the past two or three years. That's why I like asking other like-minded individuals I see I with the communist way. kitchen cup there. I don't think you could possibly know. No. Because I don't like, know, as a matter of demographics though, I mean, the baby boomers are less populous. They have fewer voting age people than um, the millennials right now. Mm. So as yeah. long as the millennials, you know, start fucking voting, and our generation for that matter, we've got them outnumbered. So it's just a matter of time. Yeah. And if you look at the big social changes over the last 10 years, I mean, weed is legal now. Anyone can get married to anyone else. It's like the, the, the big questions that, things that when I was younger, I'd never thought I'd see in my lifetime are normal. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's true. It's going that way. It is kind of weird, though. It's like we're in a mix, like a hybrid of it, because yeah. there are progressive yeah. things like that happening, but then you also have, you know, leadership well, at the top. Maybe that goes hand in hand. It's like it because it's maybe it's because of that. Maybe there's the backlash is so high and wide because all these things, all, all this social change was pushed on these these people, and, and yeah. they're in their minds yeah. that the social that they got more radicalized yeah. to be against it. So it's like everything just gets more heightened and. and so maybe that's it. Who, uh, Who knows? I'll just eat a burrito. Yeah, eat a burrito. <laughs> drink a beer. <laughs> uh, okay, on to lighter things. Uh, Jan, you're a pilot. Do you own a plane? Do you rent it? How does that work? What do you, I mean, I'd imagine planes are pretty expensive. I haven't actually ever shopped planes, but. They are expensive. <laughs> I definitely don't own an airplane yet. So do you like, this record is kind of my, my role. Is that bank. it? Yeah. This is going to be the plane buyer. This is my uh, Beechcraft Bonanza right here. Now, you guys have uh, a cool <laughs> Instagram. No, you know what? Go, go big. Get one of the little ones with the, the model ones with the little engine in it. That oh, you yeah. Gas in. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Go big. High quality. Uh, no, you guys have a good Instagram page because you sometimes take pictures while you're flying. I've seen a few of them. So, how do you do you rent a, a plane? or? Um, yeah, I rent. Well, I also get paid to fly. So, um, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't own an airplane. So, but you can, <laughs> if you're a pilot, you can rent an airplane rent from a plane. club and take it out and fly it around, and then when you're can done, you bring it back. Right? <laughs> uh, no. Like, is that a thing? You could, we could just like put a tank on something and have you skyride. Yeah, putting equipment on airplanes. I don't. That's probably well, they, not allowed. I mean, can you rent a skyriding airplane? Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> this just ruined my whole idea. Okay. Well, well, why do you want to fly a plane? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to ride? Like a big dick. That, no, the Air Force did that. Oh, yeah, they did. Right. <laughs> Good on them. Uh, that's, that's, that is tax dollars well spent. I know, right? I'll, I, I'll get what? behind that. If I'm going to skywrite, I want it to be so long that it's just really annoying. That it takes, like, people are just like, so anyways, hello. I just wanted, I, I brought you here to talk to you today about something very dear to my heart. And make it just a fucking paragraph, like, paragraphs. Beginning of the paragraphs gone already. Come see <laughs> Shell Corporation at Cafe Nella. There you go. Um, let's uh, see. Today you guys just posted dates for a European tour. Um, Curtis, are you going to smash any gourds in Europe? Are you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, hide hide the gourds. Curtis is coming. Yeah. Just go ahead, go ahead and tell the story. That's a depressing story, man. I, I think it's funny as shit. 
Oh. Uh, what's the what's the short version that uh, we're playing in Austria? We're playing in this fucking way up in the middle of the hills in Austria too. Yeah. It wasn't like a normal. I mean, this is not like Vienna, Austria. This is like no, this the is hills like are on trap family <laughs> yeah. Austria. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real, literally. Wow. Like not making a joke about it. And we we were playing the show, and it was weird. And the people were really nice, but it was weird. And they. I th- they were like, you know, they, I thought they were doing like the beach ball thing, throwing a ball around. So they passed the beach ball, what I thought was a beach ball to me, and I punched it real hard, and then my hand hurt. And it went directly down instead of up, like I thought a beach ball would do. And it turns out it was the. And then everyone in the crowd was like instantly hey, sad. Hey, hush, fellow. Like a hush fell in the crowd, and they were just like, what? It was like the fucking they needles. You were, they were horrified. And I was like, what? What just happened? It was, it was so like jarring. I didn't understand what to fucking think. And then, and, I, and so we went the whole set not knowing what happened. And then afterwards, someone came up and told me that that was the prize the prize-winning gourd of the town, <laughs> and it was like it was like their their pride and joy for the year, and it was like a big deal. That thing it has its own Facebook page and shit, and they duct taped it back together. <laughs> and that's the story of the Shell Corporation almost getting lynched in Austria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so. they were surprisingly nice about it. Like I felt so goddamn bad. I was like apologizing profusely, and they were like, "It's okay. You didn't know." <laughs> And and they're like as they're taping it back together and, and like yeah. it's a fucking Humpty Dumpty man and like like I killed their Humpty Dumpty Dude. baby. Do we have any Austrian dates on this tour? One, just one. One, I think. Careful, boys. Where Careful. We'll be praying for you. Is it Vienna? No, it's no, it's, it's near Vienna. It's 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 about as far in Austria as you could possibly get. Yeah. You might want to conceal that to not give the villagers time. I gather I, I couldn't even tell you where that town was. I've been to Austria like eight times. I have no idea where that town was. Vorarlberg. It was like well, uh, it was a drive. Like yeah. we drove way up it's in the hills. Turn off that? the autobahn onto the secondary road. Turn off the secondary road onto a tertiary road. Remember and there then was a road onto we... a dirt road. And oh, there was a guy. There's a little. There's a, there's a mountain stream and a little creek and a little clearing. And there's a, a family having a picnic. And we're like, oh, isn't that nice? A little family having a picnic. And there's a guy naked windmilling his dick. <laughs> Right in front of the whole pic- just, picnic. And there was his, in front of his family, right? Yeah, yeah. Like his family was sitting there. He was like 10 feet in front of them. Yeah, and he's just, just like, standing there like, a flop it a flop it Meat spinning. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. uh... And that was before the show. That's when we probably should have just like pulled a U.E. <laughs> yeah, got back right, to the, the city. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh... Guys in Salzburg. That's, good. that's probably the best tour story that we've heard uh, on the... Uh, probably the best story that I've heard. Uh... Okay. <laughs> Now's the most important part of the interview. It's the rapid fire questions. I grade very stringently on this. Two for each of you. We're getting you guys involved. I don't care how quiet you think you are. Um, all right. I'm going to start over here. I'm going to start over here now. And I'm going to go back to the top here because I forget everybody's name. Sean. We're starting with Sean. So we know that you guys uh, count Bad Religion, Propagandi, some other bands like that among your influences. Uh, what is a non-punk band that you listen to pretty regularly? Not that they have to influence Wilco, you, but... For sure. Wilco. Okay. Yeah. Wilco's pretty good. Wilco's great. Yeah. I haven't heard of Wilco in a while. Great. Old school. Yeah. Bringing it back. All right. Next up. I'm never going to remember it. Jake. There we go. Um, so, if the Shell Corporation had a mascot, what would it be? <laughs> Come on, say 
the first thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's gotta be. Well, we're wait, 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 just how are you about outside? How is your first answer not guar? <laughs> I mean, but, oh, that, that it's typically the, the diamond studded diamond studded dildo. Oh, oh, the diamond studded dildo. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. The diamond studded dildo. Double sided. Double sided diamond studded dildo. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. a mascot. Or guar. With you know, like a little. Face I mean, usually my answers <laughs> all relate to guar. So until it comes to a dildo, or is that guar related? Well, I mean, dildos are being. You know, <laughs> there there are plenty of dildos <laughs> and uh, cod pieces. Okay. And other. <laughs> All right. Very, very well. We've got it. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> uh, all right. Curtis, this next one is a two part. Uh, you guys, I heard, like uh, shittable bathrooms, if that's a thing. So, what's the most unshittable bathroom you've ever seen as part A? Oh, that's super easy. Uh, that's Italy. That place, mm. remember in Italy and. It was like we slept in the van because the cots were so gross. And it was like we were all getting bit up by mosquitoes. And it was just like AIDS beds. Like it was like a triage. AIDS beds. I mean, it just felt like. It smelled like barbecue. It smelled like cholera. (laughs) And then then it was like in the middle of the night, it was in this compound. In the middle of the night, it was like, oh, if you want to take a shit, you go upstairs to this bathroom. And I don't know if you've ever been to Italy. Like, okay, so. Not in like not in the main cities, but in the small places, they still have the holes in the ground bathrooms. Okay, and squatty potty. And that, okay. and that is the most difficult thing to navigate <laughs> in the world because you either have to take your whole pants off, <laughs> or you have to figure out how to not poop in your pants. <laughs> like you, so, you pull your pants down to your ankles and you try to lean back and squat, but your you know you're gonna, your legs burn after a while. Like you're getting a lesson so, on European. Yeah, because it's just a, it's just a hole. So you're yeah. just and you gotta aim it so you gotta yeah, you, you gotta, gotta get down over that hole. You gotta squat and aim, and it's just a, it's just hard. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring up such harsh memories for you. Two bathrooms are pretty bad, though. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, in San Diego, Till Two Club has okay. notoriously shitty, unshittable, shitty bathrooms. Shitty. Yeah. Yeah. The hemlock is pretty bad too. It's what got is? the curtain. Oh, the, the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Bathroom, the green room oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, part two. Uh, this is my bathroom. Would you shit in it? Oh yeah, I shit all over yeah, it. No, don't shit all over it. <laughs> Just like while you're. Okay, so okay, I know it's a joke, but it, it's like the shittable bathroom thing. Like when you're on tour. Is there a door that locks? It becomes kind <laughs> of a big deal. I'm like, with you. You know, like. You know, it's something you got to do at every town you're going to go into, so it becomes a problem if it's not. <laughs> no judgment. Club owners, that's usually you know, overlooked, especially in shitty punk clubs. So, I agree. I've been in some pretty awful ones. Um, all right, next up, Jan. What was the first punk CD you ever bought? Probably uh, Punkorama 1, and it was a tape. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. CD. Uh, CD. That would be Punk and Vrublic. Would it be the first CD, Punk CD? Yeah. I think that was the, one of the first ones I stole. That was, I think that was. I think that was my first one. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. All right, Sean. This one does have a right answer, regardless of what people tell me. What's the worst freeway or your least freeway in Los Angeles? Uh, four or five. You're wrong, but... Well, I guess I'm wrong because I never go on it. So it would probably be the 5, maybe? No, 134 is clear always. Not at the 5. No, the answer is most assuredly the 10. Come on, guys. You struck out a whole bunch of times. We don't go anywhere near the 10, though. 
All right, yeah, I I'll accept it. Then. I used to live okay. in Venice, and yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, we're getting heated about it. Settle down, guys. One usually sucks. Yeah. It's pretty good. It gets worse every day. Yeah. Um, Jake, what are your favorite road snacks? You're getting ready to head out on tour. What are you oh. looking forward to? Mm. Oh, finding, find, yeah, finding the most random, terrible new products that no one else wants to eat, yeah. and then and then buying them. Oh. And then going, and then, this is awful. Then, <laughs> try yeah, this is terrible. You guys want some? Well, no shit, it's horrible. <laughs> oh, food's here. All right. Uh, oh, I had the two. I had two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Switchy, switchy. Thank you. And one. Thank you very much. Oh, and the chicken's right. Yes, thank you. All right. Food's coming just in time for the end of the interview. Curtis, yep. if there was a movie made about the Shell Corporation, what would the subtitle be? You know, like uh, Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying About the... You know, what's, what would the subtitle be? The Shell Corporation? Um, the giant flaming pit of money <laughs> burns again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So that's about right. I like that. It's catchy. And the, and the giant pit of burning money. Yeah. Or how about the Shell Corporation hates their money? Hates their money. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Even shorter. It's de it'll definitely catch on. Um, Jan, last one. This one's probably going to be a little bit difficult. I defy you to come up with a better aeronautically themed band name than Fuscalage. Oh, that's good. Oh, man. The pain on his face right now. A ska, a th aeronautically themed ska band? No, that's just the band. one I came up with, and I can't think of anything better, so oh. challenge is on. Um, I kind of like empanage. Yeah. Empanage. Empanage. He made up something and is just saying it's aeronautically yeah, exactly. themed. Well, I mean, obviously, fuselage was in my head, but empanage is like a French... Like new wave type yeah. of thing. That's okay. Cool. How, about, how about the Skylers? The Skylers? <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's pretty dumb. We'll let, we'll let the, the people be the judge to see whose name. That is a big bowl yeah. of sopa. I didn't. I yeah, yeah, boy. Well, good. Perfect timing. The uh, food's here. We're wrapping up. I, I appreciate you guys uh, chatting with us a little bit, chillaxing, if you will. Um, we're getting ready to go next door and watch you guys thrash a little bit. I'm going to take some pictures and probably flash the fuck out of you guys. Uh, but I've been really excited to talk to you guys. Good chat. Um, let's play out with a song. What do you guys want to play out with? Off the new album. Off the new record. Curtis, you're in charge of Curtis, what song do you want us to play out with from the new album? Um... <laughs> um, um, make it rain or um, how about waters oh yeah I, I can't hear the waters, waters. alright you heard it play the song
That was our hometown heroes here in L.A., Spanish love songs with Beer and NyQuil, Hold It Together, off of their newest album, Schmaltz, which is fucking fun to say. Way to go, guys. I'm glad you named it something that entertains me. Uh, that one is streaming over on DyingScene.com, so head on over there and listen to it. And then, of course, check out the whole album. Incredible stuff from our boys. All right, moving on from the Netherlands. This is Note to Amy with the single, Loved Ones. Oh, 
That was The Loved Ones from Note to Amy. Little Bad Religion-y. They've been around since 20, uh, 2007. Okay. And uh, this is the first I've heard of them. Yeah. but I haven't heard of them before either. But well, where are they from again? They're from the Netherlands. Okay. So we'll yeah. give ourselves a pass. Uh, incredible song. Well played, guys. All right. Now we're going to head over to Boston. This is OC45 with Trainwreck. Fuck this shit, fuck everyone. Fuck this place, I'm fucking done. of their last album happy accidents that was oc45 with train wreck happy accidents nice bob ross reference <laughs> just gonna have a little tree here little happy accidents <laughs> now for a little lonk island punk this is aimless again with scream so here i go again another spout of self-awareness of self-doubt and i write to you again write to you a friend maybe the sirens were in Flag's not out tight enough Stop my war with my mental seat And I'm running faster for the trip Maybe that's part of the plan Maybe that's part of my plan Cause I'm 
That was Scream from the album 2020 Future Punks from Aimless Again. That one came out a little bit earlier this year. Bob sent it in. Way to go, Bob. You're My getting, solid gold black of the week. You're getting really good at, at, at sending in and contributing to the rest of the episode. Yeah. Thank you for that. I've usually got one contribution, maybe two. And I, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Whatever you want to contribute is good. Uh, so how about that interview, Bob? You couldn't make that one. I couldn't make that one, and I regret it. That sounded like a ton of fun. It was, and it went a little bit long, but man. That's all right. Those guys were you, hilarious. Exactly. You can't just stop good yeah. stories like that. Yeah. You um, said uh, that you think that was probably the best interview story or the best interview. The best or, tour story I've ever heard? Yeah. Absolutely. With I'm the gonna, gourd? I agree with you. All their stories. They're <laughs> hilarious. Really good guys. Yeah. Uh, and we want to give a shout out to Salvamex Restaurant. I didn't know what the name of it was at the time, but I went back retroactively. And okay. Found the name of it. Those guys were really accommodating. Where is it at? Uh, it's over in uh, Cypress Park, Los Cypress Angeles. Park. Okay, I have no idea where the fuck that is either. But if you're in Cypress Park, Northeast Los Angeles. All right, Northeast Los Angeles. Yeah, they got some good papusas, flautas, sopa, all the good stuff. That <laughs> bowl of that, spot on. That bowl of sopa was incredibly yeah. huge. Yeah, I, right. I'm surprised uh, he ate it all. Um, but definitely get over there and check it out. Very accommodating. They didn't. They we got a couple of weird looks when we were talking about dongs and and dildos. Yeah. Um, but. They accommodated us. The they didn't double, kick us out. Double-sided diamond studded. Double-sided diamond studded. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was like a little nice alliteration. Guys there. swinging their dicks in front of families. <laughs> uh, it was definitely not... But not there. Not during that <laughs> Right. We were doing that in Salvamex yeah, restaurant. No. We were just discussing. Um, although it would have been kind of amusing to recreate the whole thing. Sure. Uh, and I don't normally talk politics just because it's not what we're here for. But I think with those guys, it was definitely That's their warranted. Thing. Yeah, I think you gotta let them do their thing. So give us a pass on this, guys. Yeah, it no. was just. That's that's uh, why we're here. We're here to interview bands, and they brought it up. That was their thing. Actually, I think I did, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Bob. I think that's it for the episode. Um, what are you doing? I'm not going to be doing anything for a couple of weeks. You guys, yeah, we're going to take a little here. bit of a break. The next episode might be a little bit longer than normal before we get it out to you. But I think probably by the end of May, we'll be back up and running. Yeah. So definitely keep an ear out for that. Maybe about six weeks from now. Well, for me, if I can get my shit together uh, enough to do an interview, I'm going to have to buy some recording equipment, some mobile recording mm -hmm. equipment. Oh, yeah. Then maybe I can get down to back to the beach and uh, hit up mustard plug for that interview I never got yeah. uh, from Alex's bar. Um, that'll require some coordination on my part. Um, 
that is about it on my plate. I have no idea what else is going on. Such man. a slack ass. I've actually already booked my first interview in yeah, Denver. Yeah, I know, man. You just have to rub shit in. You're on it. I get it. You I, are better than me. Yeah. In all respects. Yes, you'll get no argument. You are better than me. Uh, yeah, so we'll either have an interview with Mustard Plug on the next episode or Voice of Addiction from Chicago, which yeah. I've already booked the interview with. Yeah. So uh, yeah. hopefully I get settled in and I'm not just completely cashed from the move. You know, you're a lot more outgoing than me and you're also a natural at this. And show. I'm also a lot better looking. That's about, arguable. No, it's, it's not. It's really not debatable. I, you know what? If you ask probably like my mom, some other people. Okay. I'll give you that. Your mom definitely thinks that you're better looking, but she still lets me come over and hang out. Dude. <laughs> that was not okay. Let's close this fucker out. Our closing song today is from the LP Horse, which was just released a couple of weeks ago. This is Symphony of Distraction with United Failure. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. Adios. Now it's been some years, we're 22, but belly scraping by bus both accepting that you're settling for me, and I'm settling for you. Here we go, I am dropping to one knee like we had planned, and with this ring I'm giving up on every dream I've ever had. We're both to blame, but I know that we are free as we were honest. We are one united failure to keep from being both Next up. No, I'm not going to use that one. Next up. Moving on. Boston hardcore legend Slapshot have announced a new album titled... If you do Ma- Moving On, I'm just going to have Blink-182 come, oh come in and go, Moving on, moving on, moving on and on and on. Sometimes I want to kill you. I was hoping to get home by eight. That's not going to happen, Bobbert. You fucker. Moving on.